Which Green Bay Packers running back should you be buying in Dynasty right now? And who should you be selling? All that and more in this episode of the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I'm Kate Majuk. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And of course, as always, I am joined by Marcus Mosier. You can follow him on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. Give the show a follow at Locked On Dynasty and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to check us out on YouTube where we're currently streaming. Uh, we're we're everywhere. We're everywhere you get your podcasts. We need those five-star reviews. Help us Help us get the word out there to everybody but your league mates because we're going to help you build the ultimate dynasty roster this Monday. We are on to another division within the National Football League covering our dynasty buys, sells. Tell the the folks what we're covering today. What team uh, are are we going to be talking about today? Yeah, we're talking about the Green Bay Packers, and this is one of the most confusing, tricky teams to figure out. It's going to be very important for fantasy owners because – we know that somebody's going to break out in the passing game. Somebody's going to break out in the run game. It's just who is it? Who's the the right player to buy? Who's the right player to sell? Can't wait to get into it, Kate. So let's do it. Let's start with your dynasty buy for the Green Bay Packers. And that is? Never thought I'd say it. Alan Lazard. Ooh. Uh, Mr. Alan Lazard, 6'5", 227 pounds. Uh, currently coming in as the wide receiver 56 in the most recent batch of Dynasty ADP, courtesy of Dynasty League Football. I I think this for me, I'm not expecting Alan Lazard to finish this season as a wide receiver mm-hmm. one, but I do think that the targets available within this offense and opportunity there definitely puts him in the realm of possibility to finish as a wide receiver too. And Marcus, looking around all of these wide receivers going in a similar tier to him, Hunter Renfro, John Mechie, Alex Pierce, or Alec Pierce, Rondell Moore, Jarvis Landry, like those are the wide receivers currently being drafted around Alan Lazard. And right now, I just don't think any of these guys have that same value to potentially lead their team in targets this upcoming season. He's the only receiver that I somewhat trust in the passing game, right? Like, I mean, is the Sammy Watkins dream absolutely dead now? It's probably Aaron Rodgers thinks too. He's probably the only wide receiver. Yeah, I, 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 we've got some kind of reports at a camp that he's not frustrated with Christian Watson, their second round pick, but maybe he's a little bit further along than what Rodgers was hoping. Um, Randall Cobb is just a slot receiver now who's really starting to break down and show his age. Lazard's the only player that I could see Rodgers somewhat trusting. It's just, is he going to go from 40 receptions a year to all of a sudden 100 like Devontae Adams was? No. But could he be, Kate, 60 receptions for 780 yards and eight or nine touchdowns? I think so. And I think even if he just does that, I still think he's a value for where he's being drafted. Yeah, I think you definitely have to expect the uh, target share to increase, even if he's not producing touchdowns quite as efficiently 
uh, saw eight touchdowns in the 2021 season, which was fantastic, especially considering that he was his team's wide receiver too. Um, mm -hmm. Like theoretically wide receiver too. We know there's been just sort of a, a ever, ever changing rotation uh, between all of these receivers. But I mean, looking at the team, uh, Marcus, would you ever have guessed that Alan Lazard led the Packers in end zone targets in 2021? No, uh, it was shocking to see that he actually scored eight touchdowns last year. So that's why I can get behind it. And, and again, you mentioned the price. What, what was the price that you had on Alan Lazard right now? A uh, wide receiver 54 in the most recent batch of dynasty ADP. I just like, I, I think, you know, he's 26 years old. Obviously he's uh, an undrafted free agent, which, you know, that, that definitely lowers that potential hit rate. Um, but the, the potential to hit is still there. Uh, it doesn't just purely disappear because he is, uh, you know, a, an undrafted free agent. This is the highest his ADP has ever been, but it still mm. doesn't really reflect the upside of being, you know, potentially Aaron Rodgers' top target. He's ranked top five in yards per attempt last season through 38 passing touchdowns. And it feels like all of them had to have gone to Devontae Adams. Like there's going to be like Aaron Rodgers is still going to be Aaron Rodgers um, led the league in passer rating. Like he's he's just he's tied to a very good quarterback. Just buy into Alan Lazard a bit more, if not for talent, for potential. What's so interesting about Alan Lazard is how he's being drafted compared to how he's being ranked. So again, you mentioned the ADP 120 behind guys like John Mechie and right next to Rondell Moore and Robert Woods. But the way he's being ranked by experts is so low. Uh, again, Dynasty League football, uh, our guy Ryan, uh, they have him ranked at 89. Wide receiver, 89. It's wild again, to me. Right. So there's going to be people in your league that have wildly different views of Alan Lazard. Somebody that's owned him for the, for the last three or four years is getting a little frustrated. They don't see the talent. They don't think he's going to break out. They might be willing to trade him or it could be the opposite. You could, you could have him and somebody else could be willing to pay, you know, top 100 prices for him. So he, he's a really tricky one for me. That's why he's probably more of a hold, but if you can get him at, wide receiver 89 i mean my goodness go out and do that because he does have the chance listen if he breaks out and he's 85 percent of Devonte adams we're talking about like a top 15 receiver at worst and there's just there's not a lot of players like that that are out there kate that are going to be catching passes from <laughs> two time or back-to-back -back mvp there's no really other wide receiver competition for targets so it's a, so i like this this is a good call by you um thank you i i I do want to talk about the uh, the running backs here in a little bit for Green Bay because uh, I've got a feeling you might have a take on one of those guys. But before we do that, I want to tell you about Blue Nile. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern convenience of online shopping at BlueNile.com. Blue Nile has simple online tools that let you choose the diamond shape, size, and clarity as well as setting style. Blue Nile will then handcraft a perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. Make your moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and Locked On Dynasty listeners. Get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. This podcast exclusive includes engagement. Use promo code LOCKEDON. That is promo code LOCKEDON. Plus, 
every order is insured. Go to BlueNile.com today. All right, Kate, Dynasty Cell. All right. I'm. Uh, you mentioned this guy earlier, Christian Watson. Uh, I, I'm. You know, I've talked a little bit about Christian Watson here when we did our rookie previews. We broke every single player down. Um, wide receiver out of, of North Dakota State, 23 years old, and uh, was you know the the wide receiver chosen uh, by the Packers in this year's draft. Um, finally, they drafted a wide receiver. Finally. I don't know if finally. you, <laughs> I don't know if you guys got that memo, but uh, Christian Watson coming out of school. I mean, just phenomenal, phenomenal athlete, Marcus. But my biggest concern, and you kind of hinted to that as well, is, um, you know, coming out of school. Though he's got the very high upside of the athletic profile, I do think that he was one of the more raw wide receiver prospects in this draft class. Yes. Um, we had a lot of guys that I think had the potential to step in um, and just kind of mesh right into the offense. Guys like Chris Olave, Drake London, uh, you know, Jamison Williams uh, when he's healthy. These are all guys whose skill set I think is a bit more refined. Christian Watson, I think, uh, though the upside is very, very high for him because of his athletic profile, I just didn't see the kind of polish that we would want. Um, 49% of his receiving yards uh, came on eight catches yep. in his That's final concerning. season. Yep. He's a big play guy, but I mean, never really dominated, uh, you know, despite the fact that, you know, he, he was in a, a small school. Um, I, I just think that you're, you're falling in love with the athletic profile and not necessarily the fact that I like the wide receiver, like Romeo Dubes, I think is um, their, their other wide receiver. What he was drafted, I think in the fourth round, that's yeah, a guy had that a I much think better, he, he's had a much better uh, uh, OTA minicamp so far. And actually Romeo Dubs is the guy that Aaron Rodgers has actually talked up in press conferences and stuff. So not Christian Watson, which is a little concerning, right? But I've, I've been calling this, Marcus. I said Dubs gets in. It, I can never say his name. Is it Dubs? Dubs? Dubs. Dubs? Romeo Dubs. Yep. Dubs. Romeo like a Dubs, W. Dubs. Like he, Dubs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Throw up the Dubs. Love it. Um, so Romeo, Romeo, where for art there, Romeo, uh, he came out of school and he wasn't nearly the athlete that Christian Watson was. But I said from the get, I think that he's a guy that um, – is a little bit more ready to be on the, the NFL football field. And I think like you're saying, it, it seems to be coming out that way in OTAs and it's not that the ceiling isn't high uh, for a player like Christian Watson, but he is being drafted in the uh, what wide receiver seven. Um, he's a first round rookie pick this year. And I do think that you're, you're really needing him to shape up if you're going to get, a lot of value from him. Yes. And if I can get first round value out of him, uh, if I can maybe swap Christian Watson for Romeo dubs plus, which you can, you, you will you'll be able there. to fairly easily. Um, I, I'm, I'm just shocked where his ADP is at right now. Uh, again, according to dynasty league football's rankings, uh, he's currently at wide receiver 42. But if you look at like ADP and some of the guys that are going like near him, Brandon Cooks, Amon Ross St. Brown, Gabriel Davis, Allen Robinson, Ooh. and then right next to him, 
directly above him, Bryn and Ayuk. No. I mean, like, just give me all those guys. It's not even close. Um, sell, sell, sell. Yeah, like, I, I, sell. <laughs> Watson's just one of these guys where he it, – it's a, it's a difficult profile when you're a 23-year-old rookie from a small school who I know he's got great size. But he plays small. Like he plays like Wandale Robinson, where a lot of his game is behind the line of scrimmage on jet sweeps and screens and down the field passes where he's wide open. He's not he's a not go built up and like get... a Drake London. Like where yeah, he doesn't play that way, right? He he his game more resembles Deshaun Jackson than it does Mike Williams for the Chargers, right? And that's a little concerning because if you're going to be that type of player, you better be off the charts or off the chart quick and fast. And he is very fast, long speed. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be able to run away from guys as consistently as he did at North Dakota state. So I, I agree. This is a sell. If I can move him for somebody in a similar range, like my goodness, if you give me Gabriel Davis right now for, for Christian Watson, done in a, in, a, in a second right i just think that makes it's just a, such an easy move for me yeah i just think this again is a lot of people falling in love with the athletic profile but when you watched him at north dakota state i think you saw a lot of issues that i don't necessarily want to see with a wide receiver that you know is at a small small yeah, small school um not necessarily facing the toughest competition like uh, you know, had some drop issues, just wasn't, wasn't a super, uh, solid wide receiver, um, when it comes to actual receiving skill sets and, you know, like athleticism, that's something that you can't teach. That's something that can't develop. Like Christian Watson can absolutely develop as a wide receiver, but if you're looking for immediate value, uh, from this rookie, I think you've got to look elsewhere. I do want to remind people that it takes a while for even good prospects to kind of get used to playing with Aaron Rodgers. Personally, I think Devontae Adams was a better prospect coming out of school when he was coming out of Fresno. Um, he had put up monster numbers. He had a really nice combine, just elite explosion numbers. In the first two years of his career at age 22 and 23, you know, he had under a thousand yards and he struggled with a lot of drops like Christian Watson did. It wasn't until, you know, 2018 that he had his first 1000 yard season. Like you're looking at five years into his career until he had that really breakout season. I'm not saying it's going to take that long for Watson, but if you think he's going to come right in and give you 700 yards and nine touchdowns and by year two, he's Devonte Adams 2.0, that's probably just not going to happen. You're going to have to be really patient here. And believe that Jordan Love is going to be the guy connecting on deep passes to Christian Watson because I got a feeling it's probably not going to be Aaron Rodgers early in this career. Boom! There you go. How's okay. that for a hot we're take? we're really uh we're we're really pulling out all the stops today, Marcus. This is this is a fun episode so far. I'm I'm digging it. But I do want to hear about uh, this running back take that you've got. Yeah, I'm gonna say, let's, let's save it for the final segment because uh, I, the Green Bay Packers backfield is fascinating to me. But before we get to that. It's a little bit of a tease. I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats, uh, and needs, and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. Plus, BetOnline.net remains the best spot 
for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. They've got golf, MMA, boxing, NFL futures, NBA futures. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, Kate, for me, we're going to go to Dynasty Holds. And that's Aaron Jones for me because I'm I'm probably selling A.J. Dillon at his current price tag. Uh, he's being ranked as RB24, actually being drafted a little ahead of that. But I just want to hold on to Aaron Jones uh, for another year or two. I think he's in for a huge season this year. We've seen him catch a ton of passes over the last three years. Wasn't completely healthy during the 2021 season. Still racked up 1,200 yards in 10 touchdowns. Over the last three seasons, Kate, he scored 40 touchdowns. He's caught over 100 and uh, 148 passes. I think he's going to be the guy that gets more targets in the passing game. You're going to see the Packers using him out wide. I think he's got a really good shot at finishing as a top five or six running back, and you don't even have to pay anything close to those type of prices right now. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So if you are a manager looking to move on from Aaron Jones, this is simply not the time. Uh, if you're have, if you have concerns about, uh, you know, his in, in the background, I do think you have to hold him uh, right now. Wait until he has that monster game. Even if you're looking to move on from him, because it's coming, he is going to have plenty of monster games in the 2022 season. But conversely, if you are in a win now situation, there's probably no better value than Aaron Jones in terms of uh, potential return in the 2022 season. There are only four running backs, Marcus, that have had four consecutive seasons uh, with at least 60 targets. One of those is Aaron Jones. The other three, Austin Eckler, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara, we don't know what is in store for uh, his, uh, you know, season to come. We don't know if he is in uh, uh, correction, Marcus, uh, three straight seasons with uh, mm -hmm. 60 or more targets. My, my apologies. Um, but like uh, Alvin Kamara, we have questions about whether or not he could be suspended. Uh, and, you know, Austin Eckler, I think he's being pretty appropriately valued. We've already talked about the potential return here for Ezekiel Elliott, but Aaron Jones feels like it's right up in there. Uh, he's just been so consistent. He's got all the opportunity yep. in the world uh, to get involved very, very heavily in the passing game. We know he loves the end zone. I just think, um, you know, if you're again, if you're looking to uh, utilize that in a win now situation, fantastic. If you're looking to move on, you're not going to get what you want, at least right now. So you wait, you hold, uh, and, and you see when he has that monster game, and then you offload him to your league who is going to overpay or uh, at least pay up uh, appropriate value. Because I do think yeah. he's just he's undervalued right now in the. Um, you know, the consensus kind of done, despite the fact that he's probably never going to have more opportunity than he is in 2022. Uh, for me too, it's partly this, I think AJ Dillon's a little overrated. Like we saw last year, okay, there was nine games. What is quads? He, yeah, what is quads? Yeah, <laughs> we said, we saw nine games last year where he failed to score eight or more fantasy points. Eight. I mean, that's not that's not a very high bar that we're setting. Mm -hmm. And he, yes, he had a couple of really nice games, two games over twenty uh, PPR points. 
it's just he is so wildly inconsistent that I have a hard time believing that he's going to overtake Aaron Jones and he's going to become the consistent fantasy option where we know that Aaron Jones has a really high ceiling because the Packers love to use him in the red zone. Aaron Rodgers trusts him out as a receiver and he's going to be the starter and he's just going to be locked in to a certain number of touches every game, somewhere between probably 14 and 17, if not a little bit higher. I wouldn't even be surprised if they give him a little bit more. They have him locked up in terms of the contract over the next two years, at least it could potentially be a third year in there as well. I just think Aaron Jones is a guy that I want on all my teams this year because the ceiling is so high. And I think the floor is relatively high as well. And I, if I can listen, if I can swap AJ Dillon for Aaron Jones, which I've seen happen in the league that I'm in, I'm doing that all day. I just, I think AJ Dillon is so wildly overvalued. One for one. Yep. People are excited about AJ Dillon because he's the next Derrick Henry quotation marks. Next Derrick Henry, (laughs) huge quads, great athlete on a good offense. I, I just don't see that happening. No, I, I absolutely agree. We didn't have much to argue about today, Marcus. That's okay. Not every show is going to be a, a big argument, but that's fine. So basically what we're <laughs> telling you is go out, trade for Alan Lazard, depending on the price, sell Christian Watson right now as his price is so ridiculously high. And if you have AJ Dillon, maybe consider moving on, but definitely try to, to hold Aaron Jones, potentially go out and buy him, just depending on the price because we think he's in for a really big season. All right, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast where our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. Make sure you check out the Locked On Dynasty and the Locked On NFL podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube. You can follow us on Google Podcasts, on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. You can follow Kate at FF Blast, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We will actually be back tomorrow talking about another NFC North team. Matt and Ryan will be back on Wednesday and Thursday to round out the division. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you next time.